your luck, Mrs. Bashir announced, interrupting her thoughts, for I think I found exactly the young man for you. Really? Wendy couldn't keep the smile off her face. This was it. This was what she'd wished and dreamed for for so long. A husband, a family of her own, and a future filled with possibility. Yes, his name is Cody Montrose, and he works as a ranch hand on Paradise Ranch, Mrs. Bashir's explained, picking up a telegraph and reading through it. Cody Montrose. Wendy repeated the name to herself, pressing her hands to her stomach. Wendy Montrose. Mrs. Cody Montrose. Mrs. Bashir's cleared her throat and went on. As I understand it, Mr. Montrose is a bit on the lively side. I'm assured he's a good man. Mrs. Bashir's pushed on. I wouldn't consent to match any of you girls up with a man that fell short of my high standards. I have been given to understand that he needs a little settling, though. Wendy shrugged, her smile growing. I don't mind. Just because I'm not a hummingbird doesn't mean I don't enjoy their company. Like Miriam, for example. She could never keep up with the girl's antics, but she enjoyed her company nonetheless. Mrs. Bashir seemed relieved. I'm glad to hear of it. We are looking for women who can be a steadying influence. And if it helps, each of the young men from Paradise Ranch who are willing to take a bride are having homes constructed for them. So even if Mr. Montrose does prove to be a handful, you'll have your very own house to maintain while he goes off to work on the ranch every day. Wendy smiled at the thought. A woman could put up with a lot to have her own house. Indeed, Mrs. Bashir's winked. Though, as I said before, I'm assured that Mr. Montrose is a good man. Wendy shifted forward. Does Haskell have a dress shop or a tailor or any establishment that could use my sewing skills? Sewing may have been her job and her means of putting food on her and her mother's table for years, but she loved it and couldn't imagine doing anything else. Mrs. Brashears tilted her head to the side. To tell you the truth, I'm not sure. Certainly there must be something. She fussed with the papers on her desk for a moment. Oh dear, I really should educate myself more about the town before I rush about making promises. It's all right. Wendy reached across Mrs. Brashears' desk to touch the older woman's arm in support. I'm so grateful that you were able to find a man that suits me that I would live in a remote shack if I had to. Anything to get away from the sadness and misfortune that had marked her life so far. It wasn't as if she had any family left in Nashville, or even Memphis now to miss her. I'm so glad, Mrs. Bashir's sighed in relief. So, shall I telegraph them, letting them know it's a match? Yes, please, Wendy beamed. Whoa, whoa there, girl. Travis Montrose strode across the paddock where the autumn calves were just beginning to get their bearings. He reached for a runty calf who had wedged herself between the trough and the fence. Calm down, sweetheart. No need to get upset. The poor thing cried and squirmed as he secured his grip around the calf's hind legs and worked it free. In the process, the calf cuffed him across the shoulder with her hind legs before running off to play with her friends or to find her mother. Travis leaned against the trough, rubbing his bruised shoulder, rotating it to make sure no serious damage was done, and swearing under his breath. Feisty little heifer, isn't she? Luke Chance laughed from the other end of the paddock. He was busy filling a second row of low troughs with fresh hay for the nursing mothers. Travis grunted as he pushed himself to stand. That's the thing about young'uns. They always think they're more grown up than they are, and they thump you around now and then to remind you. Luke laughed. Yeah, but isn't that my job now, not yours? Travis laughed, though a hitch formed in his chest. 
Bonneville still hasn't put anything in writing. Still, Luke continued with his work as Travis leaned against the fence to watch. It's been weeks since you and he agreed about the job managing his ranch. Howard set you free, so you'd think Bonneville would be chomping at the bit to get you working. Not that I approve you turning tail to manage that ass's ranch. It's too much money to pass up on, Travis said, spreading his hands as he gave the excuse. At heart, he wasn't sure if he was comfortable going to work for a man he disliked just because he paid more. If I'm ever going to afford my own ranch, he finished his thoughts out loud. I'm gonna need more capital than I can earn working for Howard.